0: This is Mobo Joe, this is Mont, and we live with real life street stars on the Real, real life, real life.
1: ain't real life, it ain't real, real, real life. Real life street real life.
2: stars. You know what time it is. Everybody start clapping right now. The life! is in the, the building. Bobo Joe, Elmont. El
0: M- Mobile camping records
1: in the building.
0: What's on going on, brothers? On the real, on, no, on the real legendary Mobile Joe in the building.
1: Legendary. I'm Mel That's the legendary Mobile Joe. We real street stars. You know what it is, man. And oh, we finna yeah. get all the way in there, man. For the record,
2: man. For those who don't know, what is Mumbo Records?
0: Mobile records. Mobile well, records. I'm tripping. Mobile is like that's my name. Like when I was in about the seventh grade, a friend of mine given that name, and it's basically. Like back then, like people say "wode" and all that. Like back then, it was like everybody say "boat." You know what I'm saying? My middle name is Joe. That's what they knew me by, Joe. You see what I'm saying? So he took the Mo and rhymed it with the "boat," and it's mobile Joe. And it's basically stand for "on the go," wherever the money, I will go. That's what it stands for.
1: Man, that's real. And I man. just
0: named my label when I started after me.
1: Now, before Cash Money, before No Limit, you was out, you was out here getting to it, man. Yeah. You well, was out here getting to it.
0: Well, you know, Cash Money started when I started. When I went to the studio to start recording, that's when I met Cash Money. But um, when I started dropping in 92, I was dropping like some hard street rap. You right. know what I'm saying? So when I started dropping, that gave me a little age- on everybody else because at that time New all was still putting out a lot of bounce records. You right. know what I'm saying? But the content and the graphics that I was putting out, that's why they started labeling me as, you know, the creator um, of the gangster, what's it called? Pioneer Gangster Rap.
2: For for those that are young, you know what I'm saying, that that might just be tuning to this interview, you know what I'm saying? Give them some of the songs that are notable from your record label that that, that really caught fire.
0: Well, my my first CD was called It was a lower level organization. My first record was called Portrait of a Villain. I got the video online and everything. That was my first what you call them to, well, we shooting the guns and we got the dice game all gone. This was like in 92. My second project I dropped was Rulers Juvenile. It was called Hard as a Fuck part two. You know what I'm saying? And you had um, Dope Game Ain't No Joke, Um, Niggas Out Jacking. Like, we had all the hits and bangers on there. Like, that CD there turned the whole city up to a whole
1: nother level. As a testament to that, you got you got um, the guy from Detroit, Ross 5'9". Yeah, shout out Ross. Yeah, Ross 5'9". He actually posted the Rootless Juvenile album. And he was like, man, these are the flows I was inspired by. We know he a spinner. And then you got your boy from, um, what's his name, OJ the, the Juice Man. Yeah. Yeah. He had been on No Jumper, all those different platforms, like, shouting it out. So, he, you know, it, it hit the streets heavy. Yeah, Joe, what, what
0: part of the hood was you from? Like, what, I'm from the West Bank. All right, you I'm West from Bank. the West Bank. Yeah, I'm from Harvey, Louisiana. West, uh-huh. West, Both of us from Harvey. All right, man. West. So you was on
1: that gangster rap, you know, while NWA was doing that thing and shit like that, but you yeah. had it in Louisiana going crazy.
0: Yeah, because I was inspired by. Yeah, but know, I said, tell us, yeah, tell us what made you like, was this shit that y'all was living in or what you saw? I was inspired by Easy. That's what I was inspired about. You know what I'm saying? Like when I, I remember, on, when um, I first heard the Dope Man on the radio. Uh, yeah,
1: when man. I heard that on the radio, I knew,
0: you know what I'm saying, it was a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Think about when, that. I, when I come up, when I was going to shows and concerts as a kid, you know, I used to, you know, back then yeah LL Cool J and all of them, but I was a favorite of Luke Skywalker because I liked the underground stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was Luke Skywalker. And then when Easy came out, it was like, that's what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, I wasn't selling drugs and doing all that at the time. See what I'm saying? But when I did and I started making extra money, that's when I said I wanted to get into the music game. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you listen to your style, like you say, your style wasn't the typical New Orleans style. Did you get any uh, backlash from that or did they gravitate to the sound?
0: No, they gravitated to it. They gravitated to it. Because we was rapping like, like NWA, Ghetto Boy, who was like, it was real rap. But we still was rapping all the hoods and everything, you know, what was going on in the city. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, like, the, the little guys that I had at that time, they was, like, 15 and 16. So they coming into my world, and they seeing the whole drug game explode right in front of their face. You see what I'm saying? So they were right. inspired, and that's what they was rapping about.
1: So let me ask you this, Samo. Um, when you look at Master P., and when you look at Birdman for what they did with their labels, um, what did you see that they did right based on the way they moved?
0: Stay consistent. They stayed consistent. They that's stay consistent. Uh-huh. And I mean, I-, I love what they did, you know what I'm saying? Especially cash money, because like I say, I started with Birdman and Slim at the studio where I met them at. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, you oh, was already like locked in with them on some music. No, I stuff. met them at the studio when I went to recall my first project. They was at the studio like the end, like the middle of '91, going to '92. They was recording their first project, and I would recall my I met them at the festival studio in in Louisiana.
1: What was their sound like versus your sound when y'all was you know just meeting each other and hearing the sound?
0: Their first project they dropped it was a gangster project. It was Kilo G from the West Bank. You know what I'm saying? All like all their music, you know, was straight. But when they dropped the Kilo, they was doing other stuff. But I. my first project, I didn't have my own equipment. I had it produced by Ice Mike, which was lower-level organization, one five or by most. Then I went out and I bought like 10000 dollars worth of equipment. You know what I'm saying? I had a pre-production studio. So we was just, you know, dumping at that time. Right. You see know what I'm saying? And like I say, at this time, I was expired by NWA, ghetto boys and all that, you know, with the guns and all that. I was expired because I was coming to Dallas, Houston, Atlanta. Already, I was already doing that, so I was inspired by that, and I was like the first one that started putting the guns in the videos and all that and right. um, on you know, the album covers and all that, because that's what I was inspired by doing.
2: Now, like, for us in Dallas, right, if if somebody was to say, who's like the legendary DJs, they might say, you know, the feel Fresh crew nemesis, they might name people like that. For y'all, in, in your section, who was that? Like yeah. the, the legendary DJs and the people that were putting in the work.
0: Well, when I was coming up with Slick Leo, it was Slick Leo, and then you had DJ Carrigan from the Nightwalk, you know what I'm saying? Like, Slick Leo was like, like, he the DJ, like, everybody, like, he he was like the real, real DJ, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you had the name.
2: So what ended up happening? How come uh, everything didn't come into fruition like it was supposed to?
0: Well, because, like I say, the guys that I was working with, like, my producer was 16, and my full top rappers was like 15, 16. You know what I'm saying? So I was working with adolescents at that time. Then at this time, you know, New Orleans had a lot going on. It was like a, it was, I call it a sewer pipe. Like it was like just a sewer pipe. So everybody finna get out of there. You see what I'm saying? Plus it's like we all was learning hands-on experience. I was just like Cash Money. We was learning as we was going. But the thing that really why it didn't really pop at that time because the music industry is controlled. Yeah. And at that time, they wasn't letting New Orleans rappers in in the early 90s. You're talking about 92, 3, 4, 5, 6. You know what I'm saying? But you had Mobile, you had Cash Money, you had Big Boy, you had, you had all these other labels that was down there. It was a whole bunch of us. And we was putting out so much of music to like the majors wouldn't really sell it. So eventually... They started, you know, looking into New Orleans music. At that time, the ice was breaking.
1: That's facts. Now, you at the West Bank, man. Uh, I'm just curious, you know, just even coming up, you know, through the Desire projects and stuff, Um, how did you not get back into the streets and stay focused on the music, like with everything that's... Oh, uh, I
0: was in the streets when I was the music. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I, was was in the, I was in the streets. Then. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, <man. laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was in the streets. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, I was, I was in the streets then, you know okay. what I'm saying? But... You know, while I was raised then, I wasn't raised, like say like, the East Bank and the West Bank, I was raised, the, the only difference is the river. Yeah. But the West Bank is more, it's more like a rural area, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, the East Bank, you got all the projects. Now we had the one big project on the West Bank, but it was like more Hood. Well, I was raised that like it was more like a village. We had a mother and a father and a hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I lost my daddy young. So it was, it was, it was more um different. Like we own our houses and stuff. We didn't stay in the projects and stuff. But when my daddy died, then I moved to the desire project. You know what I'm saying? That when I was exposed to a lot more shit.
1: Man, that's real. And this for both of y'all, uh, when they call you when they when they say the word country. Or southern, which one do you take? heed to which one do you prefer? Which one do you respect? Like if they call y'all like, ah hey, man, he country or he southern, whichever whichever one.
0: Well, I did an album called Straight from the Woods, so I'm a country boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. I come out fishing, I come up hunting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You got to deal with the hand that's dealt with you. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And at that time, there was flooding in with the with the drug scene. All the older men. That taught me had that kind of died off. Yeah. The, the ones that was supposed to teach us, they was on the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't take no offense to it. No, I didn't. I don't
1: take no offense to it because it's like I understand it's only today understanding of you know how they feel about certain areas. You know, that's like out here because of y'all accent, we might be like, oh, they kind of country because you know yeah. of the accent. But you know, we in the city, it's like a, it's a metro. Y'all got a metro place, and we got a metropolitan. So we part of the metropolitan area. So it's like, you know, we doing the same thing you doing. You feel what I'm saying? We hustling, this going on, this going on, that's going, going on. So it's like, I don't really look at it like I'm like, well, fuck it. If I'm country, I'm country, I'm embrace it. That's I'm, real. Like, you know what I mean? And real quick, and uh man, we got a whole story to go through. We you uh Elman, uh but real quick, uh Mo, um I'm just curious back then, because you you know, you in the game, the music there, you in the streets. I'm just curious, man. Back then in in Louisiana, man, how bad was like the 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 pimp problem, the prostitution problem? Was that a thing back then?
0: <laughs> nah, not we ain't had like like how it is out here in Dallas and Houston and in Atlanta, like it wasn't like it ain't like okay, that. Good, I got like, like what back then, you know, like you had the the strawberries and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the older cats messed with. Before is, Walking the streets and shit like that, there wasn't a whole lot of that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, at that time, you know, it was against a lot of trick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that wasn't something that you was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? All
1: right, now, Mo, um, you making headlines right now. Yes, sir. Uh, You have an open case right now regarding the... uh now famous uh, Glorilla song man uh, to which have you have a song yeah my hey listen man talk about tomorrow man as far as there's a song that sounds eerily submit uh, f- uh, similar to mm-hmm. that track and you know you have a track name the track that you have and when it was put out if you don't mind as far as uh that is in open litigation
0: my track, I put it out on a Doghouse Posse CD called A Dope's Getting No Heavier. The song is called A Streets of the West Bank. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got the sound, pianos and all in it. You know what I'm saying? It breaks down the sound and everything. And then like when they dropped the video like that, I think it was like September 25th at midnight, a fan way from Charleston, South Carolina, sent me a snapshot no, he stopped me in the length to the video, and then at the bottom, he had Streaks of the West Bank. Like, OG, mm-hmm. they took your stuff. So, like, the fans recognized it right off. Yeah. When I picked it up and I listened to it, automatic automatically because all it was made in my pre-production studio 30 years ago. Yeah. So soon when I heard it, I just contacted my lawyer.
1: Does um the lawyer go right after
0: Glorilla or either the producer? Like, is no. it just the whole label? Is it a label thing? Is it CMG? If, yeah. See, like when you look at the lawsuit, everybody's involved, like the publishers, the label, the artist, all that's in there. But automatically they can automatic look at Glorilla because she the artist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you look at the lawsuit, everybody gonna be you know in in the lawsuit, just <laughs> like we have a, 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 a wreck. Everybody involved in that lawsuit name gonna be in the lawsuit. Name I mean, McCarthy so B now,
1: might be a little bit in that motherfucker too. No, but sure.
0: she was a feature. I
1: mean I shit. Think she, she <laughs> was just a feature. She went on the original. So let me ask you this
2: because you know with sampling, right? <laughs> because because that was the situation they sampled the song, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, Marvin Gage family, they don't play. Nigga, if they hear anything, if they re- if you replay the song, they on your ass. Yeah. How yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, for you,
0: you know, did they even try to reach out when they initially sampled you know, it at all or nothing? No, it's the other thing. The song was published and everything. All they had to do is reach out and sign a licensing deal and do it. You right. know what I'm saying? But I think the producer is so young and these young folk, they just you know that's, they just they don't know. take it. They don't they don't you know, They don't have principles. They're just right. gonna do what they're gonna do. Right? You see what I'm saying? But when I first found out when I re- when I reached out to my lawyer, he said he talked to. I think it was a hall lawyer and a producer lawyer. You know what I'm saying? And in so many words, there was kind of like talking about it and then they just stopped responding. So then the next step is to go and file a lawsuit and just take it right. to court. You see now, what I'm saying?
2: Now, let me ask you this, because the song, I'm sure, is platinum or multi-platinum at this
0: point. Oh, Will yeah. You, it's, uh, it's, tomorrow. It's, 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 yeah, so I know when I last checked I think it was gold, but it should be platinum. It should be plat, or it yeah. should be headed that yeah. way. Yeah. Um,
2: when you sue him, are you gonna ask for
0: a plaque too? Or
2: is it yeah, I, I got it. you get that. When you win the lawsuit,
0: you get that. Do you? Okay, okay. Yeah, you get that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's hard. I might ask for a walk in the park with Glorella alone. Yeah. Now, <laughs> no, keep it,
2: now keep it. <laughs> that's what I might do. You know? now, now keep it. Now keep it the bean. If if you win this this lawsuit, how are you gonna celebrate?
0: <laughs> I'm going and buy me a farm and go live in the woods and be a country boy. That's God damn. we mm-hmm. <laughs> animals on now. Just live, baby. You know? That,
1: that's real. Are you a
0: fan of Glorilla's music? Yeah, I, I, like, a, I like a rap. I like our music and everything. Yeah, I like everything about it.
1: Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. As far as um, the other music you have, um, have you heard of any other situation where somebody might have sampled or took... I done heard of-
0: people like, you know, took little pieces of stuff back then. But you know... When you sample stuff, you're allowed to use a small amount. It's called how you use it. But on this deal, it's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, like I got a song called on Knuckle Up, Nigga, on that Sam CD. Oh damn! You know
1: yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. When that went, Knuckle Up, Buckle Up, Who the Who came out. That's the piece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People was like, but it wasn't nothing to really kind a super. You see what I'm saying? But I've heard of several pieces of stuff, but it just be little pieces.
1: Now, mind you, you've been making around. What are some of the platforms you've been on? Because I've seen you on some of everybody's platform. I Man, even TMZ on, got the story. But go yeah, ahead.
0: Beehive. Yeah, I seen you. Yeah, I've been T- on Beehive. I've been on Donnie Houston. On, um, I was on Boss Talk. I was on Super Tight TV. On um, Too Live for Hip Hop in Atlanta. And now I'm here.
1: I'm big, time, nah, I'm big I'm time. now. I'm big time. I'm big time. So I'm curious, Girl. what what are you doing right now? As far as you know, are you still
0: the record label still is exists? Yeah, I, got, I, exists. Yeah, I run a trucking business. Oh, that's, I see that's you have a trucking guru on here too. But yeah, yeah, trucking trucking. Guru yeah. I've been th- doing that <laughs> for like the last 12 and a half years. I ah, hell you know, yeah, so yeah! I got a yeah. trucking company. I drive and everything. Like I really get down with it. Ah, yeah, I've been doing it yeah. for like twelve. That's how I pay my bills. Are you strictly on trucking right now? Are you still in mute? I mean, I know what. Yeah, yeah. I just dropped. I just dropped my latest project. It's Ruthless Juvenile 30 anniversary. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I dropped it. It's on all platforms. I got a feature from Fiend on a, a remix we did called Run That Shit. And I got a I Wish with Big Mike from Ghetto Boys on. I got a feature from Elmont. And I got the lead rapper Faux Shab on there. And I got several more artists on there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still I'm still
1: dropping. I got some stuff I'm setting on. And right? he got the original <laughs> Ruthless Juvenile and the brand that he's serving
0: along how long you got. Brandon, he had 252 years, but he gives 200 back. He got 52 years left. That's
1: one the original roots. For a bank robberies, some shit like that got shot by the cops. Let man, nah, friend, I want you to be able to shout out some of the other uh, artists that you know you tapped in with, man. Uh, shit like Fidwar Webby, man. Of course, like you said, Ruth and Juvenile. We Beyond. Um, yeah, t- in in yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell us about some of the other artists that you just kind of did business with, you know what I'm saying, that people may know. Man, I
0: had the pleasure to work with a lot of artists. You know, I work with. The great Tim Smooth, I put something out on him before I put Fifth Wall Weezy first project out. I put the first time you heard Twerk on a record out with Cheeky Black. I was the first one to put that out. I put out Ricky B Shaking for Your um, Hood. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is that? K. Key. One of them doing his song. We did his song too. Yeah, the Shake yeah, It for Your Hood. Oh, that was
1: uh Nino Kelly. No, it was to, before to, him. Or oh, uh, oh, was Kia Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it was it was another one of them, but um. I work with a lot of um, a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying. But I'm from the West Bank. Well, um, the great Tim Smooth from Bust Down, um, MC Thick, um, a Railroad. I'm from that side of the water. The West Side.
1: All right, it's real. Elmont, hey, Ma, man. Let's let's chop it up real quick, oh, man. Because uh, you know you got a whole little situation yourself, man. Uh, uh first and foremost, I want you to let people know kind of how long you've been in the game and how long you've been uh, messing with it. I've, I've been doing music since I was seven. You know, my mama rest in peace, she used to sing, to sing to me and shit like that. So I've been in it, you know what I'm saying I have um, been doing it. Uh Black and Ma was like my inception to the game, Black and Ma, who produced the um The Knight for What for Drake, the new Beyonce song, the energy. Yeah. Uh the other one I'm gonna call that black, you're going know, shout out Black and Ma. So he produced like my first my first track and also the bubblegum record. He also produced that. Me and him kinda did it together. Yeah. Yo. Because you know I would beat it on my chest, make noise, and yeah. kinda construct it, kinda like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I already know it. <laughs> you know, didn't... that's that like, that's that co-production. You know what I'm saying if you know, you know, if you know right. about the business. So we kinda got in there together with that. And um, I mean, I've been traveling right around the world. I mean, I've been I I didn't I didn't been to uh, uh this is fifty. I'd have been traveling like in the back of a van. You know, sleeping in trucks, going from festival to festival with flyers, you know what I'm saying? Like really guerrilla hustling and really getting it on, you feel what I'm saying? To the point I I, I run across Ross, he didn't, you know, telling me, oh man, you know, I'm signing nobody, you WMG, you feel what I'm saying, inviting me to the pool parties and you know, like all that shit scripted, like you can go look at it, I did a documentary with over 150 artists worldwide, Uh, it got uh, Treacher on there, Yo-Yo, Lil Mama. Damn near the whole industry on that—from Snoop Dogg to Young Thug to, you know—I didn't come across no, NBA them.
0: Young
1: boy. Yeah, everybody, yeah, NBA Young Boy, yeah. like everybody you could think about in the game, I possibly came across them. Either been co-signed by them or affiliated with them in some form or fashion. I done did, did music with Young greatness, who uh, uh rest in peace. Winter who peace. got killed? in, I uh, what you call him? Yeah, I got two songs with him. Um, I got stuff with Maino, the lobby boy from New York. Um, BTY, Youngin, rest in peace, is another guy who's from the um, way in our area. Kid, kid. Man, I just got I, uh, dizzy. I, You know what I'm saying? I had cameos in the Wayne video from, from prison, inside of prison. You know what I'm saying? While I'm in prison having cameos. It's like I've, I've been in the game. I've been in the game like I've been getting it in, man. I got a huge, rich history. So so tell me about
2: the, the Harvey Hustlers that NBA Young Boys share. What is that? You know, when you pop it up on YouTube. You see the documentary. What is it? How were you involved in it?
1: I read the Harvey Hustlers Well, my brother, rest in peace, he, uh, he founded a gang called the Murder Squad. So I was from his neighborhood, called Scottsdale, it's behind the state building. Actually, that case with the Harvey Hustlers was one of the cases to be groundbreaking when it come to the state ricos and stuff like that, that they doing all over the world, Y'all see with thugging on them. Yeah. So that was like a groundbreaking brown case. you know what I'm saying? But a lot of those guys was my people I hung with, you know what I'm saying? My pilots, I was like one of the first dudes, you know what I'm saying, i go to jail at that time, you feel what I'm saying? I went to jail early, so I ain't get, you know, I can't say too much about that, but you know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. It's really you, friends, yeah. you know what I'm saying, my affiliates and shit like that.
2: Yeah, so so paint the time frame of like when that was going down, because again, that sounds like some some history in New Orleans that, that people don't really, they may not be, if they're not in the know,
1: they might not know about yeah. it. Yeah, well, New Orleans, well, I'm from the west side, so... Right you got across the river like he said it's separated by the water the only two hoods that they ever had like a, a american gangster documentary about was the Calio projects and and the harvey hustlers you feel what i'm saying right yeah, the facts so you know uh, it dates back some years before i was i was even born but a a guy a friend of mine right really my right hand man he started he started rapping doing takes with dj drama and shit like that you um, know when he was doing those tapes with dj drama and don cannon and all that he started, he put the name on the moniker, the Harvey Hustlers. So, you know, the, the cops, you know, so they, they just put that name associated with us and called us a gang. But we actually just was neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, neighborhood hustlers. Doing like anybody else, like saying, like motherfuckers on the south side of Houston, you south side of Dallas, you know what I'm saying, just, just living and trying to make a way out of, you know, out of the ghetto. Now, you end up, doing some time, you end up catching a murder charge. Yeah, I caught a murder charge at 17 um are you able to speak on that situation by chance yeah it's, it's done now i'm 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 serving my time yeah. so i could, I could talk about so it. what happened with that situation i'm gonna be asking like i mean <clears throat> guy approached me in the wrong you know in a wrong setting and um he pumped fake acting like he had a, a weapon and i just i self preservation is the first law of nature you feel what i'm saying I, I self defense, stand your ground. I just stood my ground, in, you know what I'm saying. That's how I, you know. So why didn't they let that go as a stand your ground? As far as if it's self defense, what was it about that situation that, from you, from what you saw? Because I'm I'm assuming you had a quarter point at seventeen. Well, yeah, I, I had a quarter point actually. Matter of fact, she was trying to get me to take take, take the. <laughs> she was trying to get me take forty years. Nigga. So she was like, "All right." At first, it was it was I was on second degree murder. So what they did was I sat in there for sixty days. So in New Orleans, we got this thing. You got 60 days and you roll out. So after 62 days, I'm thinking I'm about to roll out, you know. I ain't, I ain't on a murder charge. So they had some of the witnesses came and said that me and the guy had a fight. So if you had a fight, that, that's, that's going to make it manslaughter. So they broke it down. That's zero to 40. So yeah. when I went in there, she was like, yeah, you, uh, you, you killed somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, go in and take the 40 years. I'm like, I never told you I killed nobody. So she was like, um, she like, well, what, what are you going to do? I'm like, I say, So I asked her. I was like, look, man." You got children? She like, um, yeah, I have a son and a an daughter. I said, How old is your son? I son just so happened to be 17. Yeah. So I was like, um, would you tell your son in take to 40 years? So she looked at me and was like, and she for like real. Oh, she said, I'm so sorry. Like you know, I brought up <laughs> to really, a certain yeah, level like, of reality. Yeah. She like, I'm so sorry. Uh he owes me a favor and and walked, yeah, real talk and walked off and came back with 20. And I'm like, man, I'm 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 that's that's the rest of my life. I'm 17. So she came. She went back and came back with 10. And then I just sat for a minute. And I was like, man, look, my mama came and Rest in peace. She came in the courtroom and was trying to get me to take the time. You know, how you know, you know. How yes. mother's there. So I was like, man, fuck, I've been now like two years. Look, give me y'all take give me nine. I went to doing the mat. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm 17. You know, I'm young. My young mom, like, I still can mess when I get home. I can mess with the girls. That yeah, yeah I still look good. <laughs> I'm thinking about the women. I'm like, yeah, I still look good. Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm gonna be, tw- I'm gonna be 25 when I get home. So fuck, I got this crowd of women. I got this crowd of women. Shit, yeah. I will make it up. And then um, I took the nine years. You know, nah, yeah. in, in any other situation, I would tell you play it the same way. The fact that they just throw 40 years at you and expect yeah. you just to be like, take it. Like, nah, they throw 20 at you. Like, yeah, that's nah, man. Well, like, what, what, what really was on my mind? This guy on. Um, Man, this guy is my Muslim brother. He had that roll. He, he he was on that roll. He gave that roll back, uh, erver, So he yeah. gave that roll back, and um, he he came to me. He was like, "Man, like I heard a lot about you in the streets, just that and third. He said, "Sometimes, like you know, if you did something, you know you did something. You got to take accountability. You got a lot of dudes in prison be delusional. So sometimes, like you know, if you can get away, you can get away. I'm not saying, you know, what I'm saying, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a, uh, <coughs> I'm not a." Uh, Glorifying it or nothing like that, or telling people, you know, doing their sense. But I'm just saying, like, when they came to me, I was like, well, he was like, uh, you know, you can go upstate, you can take, you know, what I'm saying, you go, you know, take the, you know, take it to trial, let them send you upstate, uh, you can come back and detect the technicality or whatever. You feel know what I'm saying, give it back or find a loophole, but it might take you 10 years to get that loophole, and even when you come back, they still gonna make you cob out. Yeah. So I was like when he told me that, it's, it's you know common sense. I'm like, well fuck, it. I do mean no I, I might going to just carve out, take this and come home. How much time you serve overall? So I, I served, well overall I so served like 13 to some years. A little more. And right now, right now I'm fighting a right now, I got a gun, open gun charge. So um, But that's 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 the crazy like my, my cousin was murdered. She they stood over, she she was a bus driver and I was uh around her sons, they had legal guns. They came to court and had alpha Davis's and all like that. So I should be good with that. I ain't really tripping like that. Nah. And, um, praise you on that one for real. Now, I'm just curious. Um, the 13 years you're doing as a young man, because most they say that most people don't even know most young men don't become a full grown grown, grown man until they're 25. Like their brain functionality. Right. Um, what did you yourself learn about yourself or about the system, about the world while you was in it? Like, what's what'd you take from that? Well, my whole time in prison, I read books. I probably read like a million books. Yeah. That's real. all. All different levels. Like I, that's all I did. So. The whole time I come in a dorm, a dorm might have like 200-something people. i would be going to, from, from, from inmate to inmate, look, man, what you got in your locker, what you got in your locker. And then another thing I did that was, that was profound was uh, I was 17 and I was looking for older dudes when I figured out that I was around a lot of dudes who had life, I figured the universe put me in a place. I was like, damn, I almost had life, but these dudes, you know, they outside me, sleeping outside me, got life. They never gone home, so it made my time feel like, well, fuck. I'm, I'm gonna make it out one day. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I started asking them like, "What would you tell your 17 year old self that you know not?" That way I could take heed from whatever they're gonna tell me. That way I never make it back in there. But you know, unfortunately, I went in again for a vest and a SKS scale pills and weed. Yeah. and I double back for a pee with a dope, coke, weed, and shit like that. Uh, it was all flu. Where were you housed at? I was in. Um, the same prison Boosie was at, I was in uh, DCI, this Correctional Facility. Yeah. What was probably the worst shit you seen in there, if anything? Like... Man, my, my lapar, got stabbed up, he, he uh, ripped all his guts out of him, and, and it, you know what I'm saying? Like, really like, it was crazy. Like, he was playing with this old time man, the old time, a late up day, and caught him while he was asleep. Like, he, like, woke him up, like, man, I want you to see this shit, hit him, hit him in his and just ripped it open If damn, this your partner? Yeah, it was my father. Yeah. Shit. It was, it was crazy. Like, like it man, like they like they'll send that stretcher. Like once when well, you know, of have a night fight going on DCI, they'll cut the walk down, they shut the walk down, you hit a the siren and they send a stretcher and they either go fly you out or bring you on the Wichita. it. Damn. That shit was you know like I don't, I don't encourage nobody to try to go to jail. Like I don't glorify jail. I come from that. So <coughs> Yeah, we need That's some more, shit. We need That's some more real stories. Like yeah, that. get out here and get some money. Like, get a bag of uh, change of frequency, change the level. Like, they ain't really what it is. Now, you I'm got saying? back out here and you got to the music, man. I'm just curious because, you know, you got a lot of cosigns, man. But I got to ask about one situation. Um, There's a situation in which uh, the Bubblegum record, man, and the uh, R.P. takeoff, you know, first yeah, R- and foremost. R- yeah, R- but too. Migos kind of Took that took that song that you had and yeah. Tell me about that, you know what I'm saying? The bubblegum situation. Yeah, I actually, you know, opened up for him in New Orleans and I the singer theater, you know what I'm saying? Take all was that, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, take off. Yeah. That's you how know, so I remember meeting him, he was cool. Um Quavo actually the one that took it and made it his first single on his first tape, you feel what I'm saying? And I actually gave it to him to do business with him to try to swap it out. So ah. you know what I'm saying, like the lawyer told me, you know, I can't really see too much, but I actually gave it to him. I got recording of it and everything. So, so wait, you did a handshake deal, but you put it on video. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I mean, it. Said, so so you you was covering your ass, or so you just you just said, hey bro, turn on the camera. Well, uh, I, have, I I had a cameraman that followed me all around. Oh, man. Like, he all he followed me, like this this man followed me all over the world. Oh, you had the uh, you, know what the, I'm uh saying? you had the uh Kanye West uh what's his name? I forgot his director I, I, name. I, I had it. Yeah, so so,
2: how does that work? Like, when you have the video, does that help? For
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it helped because I mean, if you got a deal, you got if you well, put it put it like this: here. those cases ain't gonna never go to an actual court. Like when you dealing with when you dealing with cases like that, it's just like a, a car. a car, No, they have insurance on the records. So it like so if so if an artist gets you a record, what they gonna do is the company might have insurance on their record. So if anything ever comes comes up for that record, they'll pay you out like that. do it, will it, never see a real courtroom. But in the event that it ever was to see a real courtroom, I'm pretty sure that the the visual effect of it would actually, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's a good in response to actually placing the person there, saying yeah. that I got a placement of, you know, me and them together. So like even with Mo uh, with Mobile, um, do you let the artists or let's say whoever, do you let them grow that song? Yeah, grow it. Before yeah. He, before yes, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why would I stop? Why would I stop? Yeah. Why would I stop the break yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. it's, it's not. Wait, it's man. not let good. Me, let me make no. this clear. I love the Migos. <laughs> like it's no, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, because like one dude told me, he was like, man, they didn't actually steal a record. That's how I, he. Well, this is what he told me. He said this is how I go. He said, you know, like Beyonce i put a song out. Let's say Neo wrote a no, no, like no. tape. Let, let, uh, let's say let's say Neo wrote for Beyonce. She put the he put the tape out. She ain't gonna tell him that I'm about to put it on my tape. That's true. He gotta go in there and claim it. So yeah. it could have been that issue. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And you had to go claim it. That's and right. it. if you know, you know. Yeah. Like if you That's catch it. your shit and yeah. you know it's your shit. That's what it is. So you, you feel what
2: I'm saying? So the lawyers, when you tell a lawyer that hey, I got Amigos record, they just read, like me pro bono. I got
1: you. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't spending no money. You yeah,
2: yeah. ain't spending
1: like when money. I, when, I, when I walked in there, yeah. that man said, you the only one that got copyrights, I got everything. He said, you the only person that ever came to me with everything laid off. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the case of a lifetime. You feel yeah. what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Hey, now, I, I got to ask you about this before we get out of here, man. You interviewed Fred Hampton?
1: Yeah, Fred Hampton, um, <laughs> Hampton Jr. His son. Hampton Jr. Okay, yes, yeah, his son. Yeah, you know, uh, you know that, that, was, that was some legendary.
2: Yeah. How did, how did you even make that happen? Like when you get that, that's well, you, that's a lot of responsibility to
1: have. Like damn, that. Actually, soon. he like, he had mentally he attacked me. So all right, It's crazy because we got we got Mill X, we got Mill X, X, we got Lady of Rage, we got Yo Yo. Shout yes, out to all the ladies. Yeah. Yes, yeah yes, you so got, so got so the South. The sound so legends. I, I got a real cipher going on. And so I'm interviewing him. I, you know, I was asking him for an interview for my documentary called The No Unplugged. So as I'm interviewing him, they went to attacking me like, you know, like, well, you know, do, do you really live like this? Yeah, nah, for real. So I went to, you know, I had to show, you know, I come from the, the prison to what we did cipher. So as me coming from the prison, I knew how to, as he was attacking me with questions, I knew how to actually rebuttal the questions and actually articulate myself to a point where he had to respect it. And he ended up hugging me and all of, a lady of rage. Yo, yo, he ended up kissing me and shit like that. And that was that was good, man. Meeting that dude, that was, that was he a humble, very, very, very humble. Now we're actually supposed to have him on the couch, man. Shout out Fred Hampton Jr., man, because yeah. uh, of course you know he legendary, but we definitely need to have him on his couch. Um, so I gotta ask you, uh, you know, this weekend, uh, Rick Ross is doing a big ass car show on his lawn, uh, the MMG car show, and uh, you had a little situation with MMG. Early on, or at least a possible situation right. that could have went down with uh, Rick Ross label, man. Uh, what, what, what? Tell us what that was. Like, who, who got in contact with you? Who was feeling you? Was it Ross or was I, somebody? I, else? I'm gonna tell you what I did. I was in Atlanta. I was going to do DJ Small Eyes interview. Shout out to Small Eyes. So I went. I just come home. Three days home. So I, I, I come home. You know, I'm, 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 I'm spiritual. So it's like I'm out there. I see people moving a certain kind of way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, something ain't right. Now, you know, like the pop-up parties, that became a new thing, you know, as of right now, that pop-up shop, pop-up this. The first place I saw that was in Atlanta. So they had a pop-up concert with every motherfucking artist you could think about there. So we didn't walk down on it. I'm like, well, damn, you know, I'm about to get in on my name. I'm about to get in on my name, but I gotta find the, the artist exit. Yeah. So I went to think it. I saw a documentary in Jill about the uh the Atlanta airport. And it was underground. And I thought about the underground. So I looked. I'm like, right, underground. I walked down. Boom. But lo and behold, I see everybody from fucking Meek Mill. That's when I first met Meek. I met Meek before Ross. I gave him my CD and shit. That's real. You um, know, uh, it was Killer Mike. Everybody could think about Monica. I rap for Monica and then She told me, don't give my music to nobody from um... Shout out Monica. Yeah, pregame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She free said, no, no, Monica was like, don't give your music to nobody from Atlanta. They're going to steal your shit. <laughs> she said, <something. laughs> listen, she, she said copyright. She said copyright your shit." And Shannon Brown was actually in the car. That's when she was dating Shannon Brown. I spit yeah. for her. She told me that gave me a man shit. She was right though. I remember that. She Maybe was right. Inspired by. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so um, I remember I came across Bob. Bob, I had the last tape because I had tapes I was giving them. and I told the guy I was like, "Nah, this last tape for Ross." So his drop, it was another celebrity, I can't think of his name, but he was like, man, well, just give it to Ross then. So yeah, I ended up on, that day I went back to the hotel. The next day, Ross had a date party. So I was outside, just like outside, sitting in front of the club. Like, I'm not in the line. When Ross pulled up, he jumped out of the car, walked straight in the fucking club with Ross. I walked straight in there with him, and then as we walked, as he walked out, I met him at the, uh, at his car. So yeah. he had two females at the car. So my lapina was like, "Man, start rapping." You know, I got a big voice. I start balking. So I start balking on that Dmx shit. So I went to balking. The driver pulled a window up on me. But as as soon as he pulled the window up on me, Ross and them pulling that bitch back down. Like, hold up! They like, hold up! Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, What? Well, yeah. um, um, this your CD? They took the CD. So when they took the CD, Sam Sneak, DJ Sam Sneak, shout out Sam Sneak, shout out Sam. Yeah, they took the CD, and Ross was like, "Look." You don't gotta do that no more. Send me three songs that sound just like that with that same energy and I'm gonna sign you. I actually did that. He called me and asked me to come to the mansion. He thought I was from Atlanta. Mm. I just so happened to come home. I just had my daughter beautiful and I, I was just seeing it. I told him, look, man, I'm a, can I hit y'all back? I'm just seeing my daughter. I just come home. So they was like, cool. I hit him back. Ross was like, oh, it was everybody in the studio. He put me on speaker for him. Ross was like, look, don't sign of nobody, you WMG. So I heard him, so I had to, I, I, I acted like I didn't hear him, so I could hear it again. So I, hear <laughs> I, I, said, I said, what you, What you say? He said, so Sam Sneak said, you heard that? He, he Ross said, yeah, don't sign to nobody, you double I ain't back. So they gave me a task to go get this song or whatever. And um, I don't know, I think I had an issue with me, because um, I had, the song, I sent them, I was on this track, you um, know, when I got to the mansion, <coughs> one of his partners came at me talking about, I'm the one that beat up Safari. So you know I'm just coming home. Oh I, damn. Yeah. This, this is after Nicki Minaj meet. Y- y- well, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember a video. I remember. So, the video. So you know I, I felt that I I you know I went at him and shit, you know what I'm saying, some other shit. And then Were you the one that was in there with were you in the video with Safari? No. Okay, just make <laughs> hey, hey, like sure. I, I don't know, you. know that thing, bro. It, it wouldn't have happened like that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah been, really. I'm gonna give. you an it wouldn't have been no shit like nah, that. Nah. It's been no survival. man. Nah. I, 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 believe in self brother I'm just saying. There you go. It's Gonna be that type of shit. But um, yeah. So, so it happened was the music I actually sent. They wait, and um, Meek Mill actually referenced my music in his song in his in his on his tape, and. I did a song by Phil Collins. You know, if you heard the tape, I did it with an a, 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 a artist named Tres from California. He got that whole little thing. And then he doubled back into Traumatized. When you said the streets got a whole lot that's a song I sung to him. So, you know. Man, listen to that shit. Sometimes I feel like I'm an industry muse or nigga just inspired it, by me. It, I mean, if yeah, else, I don't it, know. I mean, they like, hey, I'm going to take from you. I'm going to do this. I'm I, I'm I, do that. I don't know what it is, man. I'm just saying. Now, the dopest part I got from that story is that you named your daughter Beautiful. I fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I Fuck so. with heavy. Yeah. Now, yeah. I got to ask man, uh we just had a we had him here yesterday, uh little soldier Slim, little soldier. We had him here. And uh you had business you had dealings with Young Juvia and so, little soldier, huh? Yeah, yeah, I got music with a, uh, both, both of them. Yeah, he uh, said he said he wasn't really fuck with the music. So you was you must have hit him when he was inspired by music at that time cuz he like, man, I tried the music, I ain't really Fucking with like that, but you must have hit him when he was like really just into uh, his this just, just recent. Just about a month, maybe two months ago. Two Not months ago. About two months ago. Yeah, about and two and months ago. He said he's trying to get back into well, it, but he, you know. It was just a feature though. It was just a feature. I fucked with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was I was in Atlanta and Goldmout, the dude Gold who messed with Jeezy, mm-hmm. he came to he's me. Trying me. To he he, had, he FaceTimed little Soldier Slim. And he was asking Soldier Slim to see if, you know, he knew me. Because yeah. like, I, I I checked the, uh, what's his ass? It was... Outcast studios, I shut it down, me and folk. I shut that <laughs> motherfucker down. So you know what I'm saying, brother, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. so, so he was asking, did it, you know somebody knew me trying to verify the shit I'm saying was facts. He called that Soldier Slim, the Soldier Slim verified. So I he the relics. You know what I'm saying? I got you know, I got he the realest, cause reason why I say that because you know you, you can't find too many people to, you know, uh, uh co-sign a person behind their back when they're not looking. You That's know right. what I'm saying? You know, just like him and um, this other guy too, uh I got a shout out, man. Like he really, he he got me in the New Orleans library. He got me a check and got me in the New Orleans library. Um, oh, that's real. I, Alpha Banks, you know what I mean? And he did that behind my back. You see what I'm saying? So you know, those some real guys, Slimin, yeah. Yeah, shout out the family, man. And mm-hmm. hey, for those that do want to um, get at you, man, because again, normally we do these one at a time, but man, we we got y'all both on the couch at the same time, and definitely gonna double back and maybe get one at a time because y'all really got the shit. As far as for y'all two, man, again, I want y'all to tell them what y'all got going up, man. It's, it's summer 2023 right now, so we got we're in the second quarter. So tell us what y'all have planned up. Again, I know the lawsuit. You know, I'm wishing the best on that. how everything amic- amic- amicably get settled and ha- ha- get handled. It's but tell happen. us what y'all got. Yeah, tell us what y'all got going on going <coughs> into third quarter, fourth quarter.
0: Well, um, like I said, I got the 30th anniversary on all platforms, and um, I got another ruthless juvenile project called Priceless, I'm about to be dropping probably about another yeah. two months. I got a debt project coming and hopefully I have another Mobile Click coming with everybody on it.
1: Mobile Click. Yeah, fuck with it. All right, I got the en- Energy and Envy with Mobile, you know what I'm saying, I got I on, got, uh, you know, you go check my channel, Hartford Empire Music Group, as y'all can see NBA YoungBoy just posted the whole channel and the video, Mousetrap, which is actually the song uh, is on en- Energy and Envy. Oh, my yeah, God. Mouth trap is up. Yeah, and, and tell us, what is your thoughts about Eminem Youngboy right now? Like, what are your thoughts on? Well, Eminem Youngboy, I ain't gonna lie. man. I, I, I fuck with Eminem Youngboy. He, from the, he, he, he hey, from the city. Hey, he from hey. Baton Rouge. I'm, I'm up to a point right, right, right now. Hey, don't, don't say no don't about Youngboy. I fuck with Youngboy. <laughs> you I'm just saying, because like, like, it's like when, in the industry where you got all these people, they, for, he, for he posts my music. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, so he fuck same. with me. I fuck with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? There you got, go. a, got a lot of <laughs> motherfuckers cow chasing, dick riding, dick eating, and all this here. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Home and come through on some Louisiana, Bhutan yeah, shit. Just fucking so, with man, him. I, free top. I fuck with top. You know I I actually got a song called NBA Young Boy. So, you know, like, shout them out. That's how it all happened. Hell and yeah. I got a tape with uh, this, this one right here called Bang Five. Uh, NBA Young Boy artist. Well, which is Birdman artist? It's Birdman artist and NBA Young Boy. He 4K Trey. It, it made Chopper Boy. Me him got a whole EP together. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, that shit, that's coming. I got The weekend in Philly tape. You know what I'm saying? With uh, ARF. I don't know if y'all familiar with ARF. Man, pre Ara. Free know. Well, yeah. he, got, got he got himself in that situation. Yeah, but, yeah. free ARF. Yeah. Free ARF. Free ARF. Free, free, free I got uh, Leak Moss on there dog um, Dark Low. I got like a lot of the whole OBH. I got Philly, you know what I'm saying? All over that thing. Because like when I was going state to state doing tapes, you feel what I'm saying? Then I got the, um with DJ Thero, I got the Five Barrels, you know what I'm saying? So I, I got a lot of projects You, you on the east to south? west. Well, God damn, you I'm moving him around. around. I'm really hip for real. There you go, man. Well, for those that do want to follow y'all, follow your movement, man, I definitely, please, and spell it out if you can. Tell them how to follow the movement. Tell them how to follow each situation because this is one of many that we're about to do. Tell them how to follow and see what y'all doing, see where y'all at on social media. Tell them everywhere to go.
0: My YouTube channel is Mobile. It's M O B O C A M C A M P. Mobile camp on yeah. YouTube is Mobile Camp Records, and on Instagram is M O B O C A M P nine zero. I remember the nine zero, and on TikTok just put in Mobile. You know what I'm saying? Mobile Camp, and you'll find it.
1: When they say hey, Mobile, when they say you're the originator of the gangster rap out of New Orleans, do you take that? I mean, what, what do you?
0: You know, when I started. Doing it, I didn't do it for that. You know what I'm saying? I actually got that when I see somebody posted on the internet. People start posting it. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, when you go back and look at the content of what I was doing, I got to embrace it because that's the mindset I was in. Check the
1: dates. You know banks. what I'm saying? <laughs> Check, Check the dates. The receipts, man. Yeah. Check you the know I'm man. yeah. Um, my, my IG plus. you can Google me, Lawyer Your I prefer you put in the Empire Music Group, but Loyal Mod is on my Instagram. It's Loyal, M-O-A-T underscore. And um, you know, you can find me on every platform from Apple to fucking Tidal to Twitch, whatever. Just look me up. You know what I'm saying? Look me up and y'all really tap in, man. I, I be doing this shit from the heart. And like, you know, I've, I've been getting in for a long time, man. Y'all just tap in. Now, for y'all, I see the shirt bang, five man, loyal mind, man. Uh, right. Goddamn, my Joe. Um, now, real quick, uh, give some shout-outs if y'all don't mind. Uh, Mo, you can start. Go ahead and give some shout-outs.
0: Man, I want to shout-out. Full Shop, you know what I'm saying? Pick it up. Let's get busy. My producer, Deck. Come on, man. The people want y'all music. We got to go to work, you know what I'm saying? I want to shout-out on Roster 5'9", OJ, The Juice, man. And, I mean, I got to shout-out New Orleans, the whole boot, Louisiana. West Bank staying up. On the real. And like, I i not gonna sit there because, my all these motherfuckers keep talking about my OG reaching
1: and all this. I am not feeling that, man. You think he worried about, you know what I'm saying? You know, being you think, oh, he broke, this, that, and third. You think he worried about being broke when he's gonna be rich as fuck tomorrow? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't don't, don't on, do that. And at the same time, um, you know, let me shout out Harvey, you know what they are, Harvey, Louisiana, West Side, West Bank, you know what I'm saying? Uh free occ, top oct, you know I me mean? just got locked down on um, you know, you know, just shout out all my family that's, you know what I'm saying, again. you know what I'm saying? Shout out Chopper Boy. shout out, you know, NBA, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, you know, uh, Loyal Joe, you know, all my people. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all know what it is. Tap in. Man, you already know what it is, man. Mobile Joe, Mobile Camp Records, man. We got El Mind in the building, man. I got to say it, man. got to say it twice, man. You guys awesome. Real Life Street Stars, man. We salute that shit for real, man. Hey, hey
0: let's go, man. Hey, 101, 101. Let's go.